Welcome to Geek Speak Sidekick, your companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I'm your co-host, Brendan. Hey, look at that! Yes! I, I know what I'm going to call myself you've, you've now. You've earned your stripes. I'm so going you can with co-host. officially take the co-host title. And I plan to. For how long? Forever. Ooh. Or until I become host. Until you knock me off and take the host, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, actually, speaking of the names, because you are, you are also known as our Batman Bond... Now, this is where I have trouble. Correspondent. Well, that's what I was dubbed initially when I sort of started joining the Geek Speak team, yes. I have a problem with this. And I've always meant to pull you up about it, and I always forget. Okay. You're not a correspondent. Why Do not? you know what a correspondent is? Isn't it someone who corresponds about no, things? No, it is somebody on location. Okay. So if we were doing, say, we're going to zombie walk this week. Yes. If we were recording from the studio and we say, let's pu- um, let's cross over to our correspondent, Brendan Lowe, at zombie walk, and you'd cross to it. You're not on location with Batman. See, I think it. Be- I think it came about because I was I was in Brisbane. This yeah. is before you and I teamed up and were doing our own thing. I was in Brisbane. The guys are in Toowoomba. Anything Batman Bond related, they threw it over I to said, me. Okay, I well, think in, that's how it came in about. In that way, it works. Yeah. However, it doesn't quite anymore. What you are is a consultant. Okay, that's a like a specialist. <laughs> You are our Batman Bond consultant. I think you're reading too much into it. <laughs> no. It's the little details that count. That's true. Uh, but speaking of Batman... Yes. You said you actually wanted to update the listeners on something we spoke about quite a while ago now. Yeah, well, we should probably forewarn you now. This is going to be a very TV-heavy... Um, and games. TV and games. Um, what do we call them? Issues. Issue. <laughs> Issues. What do we um, call them? Fuck you. I'm thinking episode, but that's not right. <laughs> Um, yeah, just to start, I wanted to give a bit of a recap on Beware the Batman, um, the new animated Batman TV series. I've only been able to catch the first episode, loved it. Now, I still don't think, I don't know if it's on pay TV over here or not, I don't know if it's airing here in Australia. I haven't seen it appear on even, um, uh, Kids WB, they always play the Batman cartoons, they're still playing Brave and the Bold. Yeah, no, I, so I've sort of been getting it by other means. Uh, ten episodes in now, I think I re- First did a uh, bit of a talk on after one or two. Yep. Um, ten episodes in, I can tell you what, it's really growing on me. Um, my wife's enjoying the hell out of it as well. So you're a happy man? Um, the an- I'm still not entirely sold on the animation. I don't dig that 3D TV animation so and much. And this is where you and I differ. I, was, I became used to it with Transformers Prime. Yeah, yeah. The human characters are animated very similarly to that. Okay. And so, for me, it was an easy transition, transition. into See, it. See, I still prefer, like, even how Young Justice, like, that, oh, <clears throat> I really like that. Why they tra- cancelled that? I really like the traditional Warner Brothers animation, yeah. like, how the animated movies are. I, yeah. I love that. But the stories are really starting to suck me in, and this is where it's impressed me, because I was worried to begin with, because it, there was, you know, villains like Professor Pig and Toad, and Who a lot of them, I have never read, and no. I actually didn't mind them, See, because I, I don't know their history. I it really, was something new for me. really didn't like them. Yeah, but, but you hate Grant Morrison. <clears throat> that's true. And, I mean, you've got villains like Anarchy and everything that have come into it. Uh, it's It's really, really good. The stories are picking up, and the progressive relationship between Katana and Bruce... Is is really the selling point of the show she, for me? From the first episode, she was brought on as the his, bodyguard, his replacement bodyguard. Well, because Alfred <clears throat> kicks ass in this show. Oh yeah, bit of a spoiler alert here though. Um, yeah, she she obviously develops into more of a sidekick 
to Batman as well, opposed when I saw to turn up on a motorbike. It was very Robin coloured. I'm like, yeah. is she, are they going to make a female Robin? Um, Barbara Gordon um, has come into it now as Ooh, well. Very nice. Uh, lieutenant, I think he's lieutenant. I don't. Or is he commissioner? I can't. No, I think he's lieutenant. Speaking um, of Barbara Gordon, saw some stuff yesterday. She's uh, appearing in Batman Arkham Origins. Cool. Not cool. as Batgirl as Barbara Gordon. Yeah. Well, she's only Barbara Gordon in this because she's mm. only she's very young. She's young. Um, and yeah, James Gordon's in it now, voiced by. I've had a complete mental blank. Red Foreman from that seventy show. Oh no! Um, yeah, uh, Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith. Yeah, when he started talking, I'm like, he's done a few Kurtwood DC Smith. voices. He, he was a uh, villain in the first. I think it was Green Lantern First Flight, the first Green yeah. Lantern animated film. Um, so yeah, beware the Batman. If you like Batman, if you even if you just like comic book TV shows, cartoons, check it out. It's it's pretty cool. I, I'm really liking where it's going. They've really started to introduce. Um, the League of Assassins. Ooh. And, um, so, Ra's al Ghul. Well, no, more Lady Shiva. Okay. But, spoiler alert, Eww. if you don't want to know what's, what's happening, skip this next little bit. At the end of the last episode, which was episode 10, um, a package has arrived in Gotham that Lady Shiva was really trying to get. It was this big shipping crate. Opens up the shipping Lazarus crate. Pit. The, um, I guess, like, frozen animation body of Ra's al Ghul. Oh, suspended animation. Suspended nice. animation, yeah. So, Raish is, like, they go for the traditional pronunciation, which is Raish al Ghul. Um, yeah, it's different yeah. in everything, isn't um, it? Raish is coming into the show by the looks of it, so mm. it looks like he's probably going to be your big bad for season one. Uh, something aired <clears throat> on TV this week yes. that uh, everyone should have had a chance to watch now. We yeah, can so spoil we'll, it. We'll, yeah, we'll put a spoiler alert out if you haven't, but it's aired over here in Australia, so if you haven't seen it, too fucking bad. We spoke about it last week. Agents of Shield. We're talking about. By we the way, didn't re- <laughs> we didn't we didn't realise the boys weren't able to podcast last week. No, we thought they were going to go into more detail about it. So yeah. we're taking the load, <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about yeah, we're talking Agents about of Agents of Shield. Uh, we've been able to see both episodes because yes. we now we criticised Channel Seven last week, and uh, we we should probably apologise. Yeah. <laughs> Because we said, Fast get your track. ass together. Uh, get, your get, ass. get your ass together. Get your act together. Get don't, your ass into gear. Don't call it Fast Track if it's going to air a week later. A week we later, didn't realise yeah. it was a double episode. I honestly think they did it on purpose so they could push it as a movie length. Yeah. 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 And so... Episode 2, realistically, well, literally, it aired just hours, hours after, after it States. did in America. Now, that's Fast Track. And Channel 7, keep it up. Mm. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, so did I. A lot of little references in there, things where they mentioned Project Pegasus at one point. I don't know if it was in reference to uh, Thor's Hammer, like that was Project Pegasus. Okay. in the comics, Project Pegasus is kind of a clandestine, nobody knows what the hell goes on there. They kind of... Have you ever seen Warehouse 13? I know of it, I've never seen it. The whole premise is they have this big warehouse, they keep all those unexplained, uh, dangerous, potentially powerful objects in it. Project Pegasus is kind of like that. Fair enough. So I was actually surprised at the end of episode two. Yes. Where the thing that they've found, they get rid of it in a rocket. Yeah, to the moon. Yeah, into the sun. sun. I was really surprised by that. Because they've they've mentioned a place that would keep that type of thing. Okay. So, yeah, this is the sort of thing where, as everybody knows, I'm more a DC guy. Mm-hmm. I know more about the DCU than the Marvel Universe. Yeah. I'm watching it just... And I, I'm enjoying it as a comic book show. But I know that I'm probably missing a lot of references there that were, other people There were little on. ones here and there. It wasn't 
chock full of them. Okay. So you did you haven't really missed out on much. I'm I'm picking up on obviously the the obvious ones like you know. Well, I can see why you said they probably timed Iron Man three in the states with the release with the release because I mean it's the same thing. The guy has the same power. Yeah, and he was going to explode. Yeah. So our uh, extremists. Yeah. The I feel the second episode was a bit of a... It wasn't a letdown. It was obviously weaker. They've got to pump everything in the pilot to well, make sure people watch it. It was still a fantastic episode. I can understand why they did it, because they were thrown together in the first episode. This was them trying to work as a team. They had to... To familiarise themselves with each yeah, other. Yeah, they and... had to group... Because Coulson was taken out of action. Mm. Um, you know, and they they had to do it on their own. They didn't have him directing them. I, I love the cast. Sky. Yeah, I'm with you. She's a hottie. But no, I prefer the geeky girl. Yes, yeah, one of the guys. One of the guys at work said that, and I was like, yeah, okay. I said, well, that's okay because that she means is fucking I said, adorable. That means we don't need to fight over them. I just, I'll want, take I just Sky. want to put her in my pocket. I'll put the geek <laughs> with guy your, in with there your, um, with, with my bobsaw. Yeah. <laughs> And the both of them are Fitz and Simmons. I love them. Yeah, they, they work so well together. There's a great um, rivalry, but yeah. friendship, relationship, chemistry going on there. Yeah, I no, love I, it. I, look, like I said last week, and it, my opinion hasn't changed after episode two. I'm still really enjoying it, and I'll keep watching it. Hmm. Although I don't think it's going to have too much of an effect on the first season, but people were sort of freaked out a little bit because in the states it had a 33 percent. Uh, ratings Dip. drop yeah. from from the pilot because everybody wanted to watch that pilot. It was yeah. so over. It was probably a bit overhyped, but you know, I mean, these things to to be expected. And I think in the states, I think is NCIS is like their number one show in America, and it's Why? it's going up against NCIS. So you know, these things have got to be expected. Ed in the uh, Ed here the other day as well. NCIS reminded me of it because it's very similar kind of. It's more a procedural cop thing type. Blacklist. 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 I didn't I've, watch I've it. watched the first two episodes. <clears throat> the one thing I can give you from this is James Spader is going to rock the shit out of Ultron because he plays a baddie in this, doesn't because he? Because he plays the villain. <clears throat> he, his character's very much like his character in Boston Legal, but okay. just evil. It's his voice. I, right. if, if I closed my eyes, the way he says things, or I could picture it behind a, ro- a robotic mask, yeah, and I was just like, yeah, that is a damn good choice Did for Ultron. Did you see the teaser for Ultron went up this yeah, week? Yeah, the from yeah. Comic-Con. Yeah. How every, uh, Iron Man's helmet yes. merges. Didn't I call- Jarvis, I fucking called it. You did call it. You did. But we, we've, we've covered that. So check out Blacklist. It's, it's not... I, I pegged it as a geeky show. It's not quite... See, you you I could kind of peg it under different things. Yeah. Great show. Uh, Sleepy Hollow, following up on that. So I still haven't watched it. I haven't watched episode three. I've watched the second episode. Another one that dipped. Yeah. The the character of Ichabod Crane, he he seemed more ham-fisted in the second episode. Okay. Oh, we've got to do this. I've had this premonition. My wife has told me to do this. Oh, my God. It seemed too forced. Radio. First episode felt very natural. Second episode, eh, but still going to watch it. Fair enough. And starting back next week... That in the States. In the States. Um, Arrow, this season is the, two. This is the one that it will not surprise anyone who's a loyal listener. This is the one that I've been waiting yeah. for. Cannot wait. There is going to be... There is going to be jism <laughs> all over the place when that when that series starts. I cannot wait. I loved the first season. They aired last night. 
Well, yesterday in the States, yeah. a special two-hour recap episode. They often Ooh. do it with these big shows. Arrow, season two, year, year one. one. Coining the name after, you know, your... T- um, the comic. The comics. They have which was know, Batman re- which Year was One. was done by Diggle. Diggle. <laughs> well, that's how the character got his name in the show. They named it after... Is it Andy Diggle? Yeah, yeah. yeah they who... named the character Diggle after Andy Diggle, yeah. who did Year One. Because it wasn't Diggle's character in the show, his dead brother. Wasn't he actually Andy Diggle? I, th- ooh, I, can't... I can't remember. Yeah. Need to follow that um, one. And Arrow, I did post it on the Facebook page the other day. Arrow Season 1 has now completely aired here in Australia. Mm-hmm. Finished about a fortnight ago. Um, hit over here on DVD and Blu-ray this week. So pick it up. It is well worth it. There's, and... there's a, there looks to be like there's a, quite a few special features on there that I really Ooh. want to check out. A few documentaries and, and stuff like that about the show and about actually about the character Green Arrow. Sweet. So yeah, I really want to check that out. So, starting back, I'm going to be straight into it. Yep. And you know what I got to watch yesterday, too? What? Pacific Rim! Oh, you got to watch it again. Yes! I wanted you to wait for me. No, I, I'll watch it again. And I can tell you now, <laughs> it is much better on a TV that I've... Like, it was brilliant at the cinema. Yep. Did you, you go 3D? Uh, no, I didn't, but Emily saw it a second time. She saw it in 3D, said it really didn't add anything. <laughs> what I found with watching on the TV and in high def, yeah. you pick up on a lot more little deep, like these little details they throw into things that okay. you don't pick up that first time. So once that hits DVD, here we said it's mid uh, yeah, November, November, isn't it? November something. We need to watch it. You're yeah. going to love it. Oh, if you it, don't, because honestly, it's something that co-host duties are. It's revoked. something that I had no interest in at all. No, I really I didn't. You'll enjoy it. Moving away from TV, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Then, uh, oh no, really. we haven't no, covered. The big we one. haven't done the big you one, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on the computer right in front of us. I let you know about this show uh, cup, uh, this week. I yeah. said I want you to watch this because I want two opinions of it. Mm-hmm. It's a new sci-fi show reality one called well, Fangasm. When we say sci-fi, we mean the network sci-fi. The, ne- the network sci-fi. S-Y-F-Y. Yeah. It started airing after Face Off in the States a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Haven't been able to find episode two yet. No. The premise of this show is they were pegging it as a bit of a real-life Big Bang Theory. Yeah, see, when you said that, I was like, really? I, I didn't get that at all. And just to, just to recap, in case you didn't hear, the show is called Fangasm. Think about that. <laughs> Basically, you've got seven interns yep. who work for Stan Lee's Kamikaze, which yes. I had never even heard of. This is apparently heard his own comic convention. Oh, shit, no. I, I, How had I not heard of this? I think it was at, uh, was it the second year this year. I know it's fairly new, Yeah, but um, Kevin Smith has done uh, quite a few things from there. Um, oh, some, really? Some live podcasts and stuff, yeah. So, they work as interns for Kamikaze. For Kamikaze, which is run by... Stanley and I can't remember. They, they get to Skype woman. with Stanley, but there's another woman who is, who is pretty actually, much the she's head the, on yeah, show. She's the president of. She's the one yeah. giving them tasks, and at the same time, they live together. They do. Of course, it's a reality show, so they've got to put them all in the same house. What I liked too was it is more reality based, where they don't have a driver driving them around doing all this stuff. The boss says, "Who's good at driving?" Boom! Here's car keys. Yeah. They give them to two of the um, cast to actually <clears> drive around. <throat> yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I did. I, I was a bit sceptical. I'm like, no, I'll watch this first one just to make my partner here happy. Um, but, you know, yeah, what, what, whatever. 
But I tell you what, man, I re- it sucked me in. I really enjoyed it. There's a couple of, um, I won't say characters, but a couple of cast members that I really found endearing. I, one of them in particular, um, Mike, uh, not wanting to sound racist here, but he kind of is the token black guy he, um, yeah. <laughs> of, the, uh, of the cast. But I, I found him really funny. He, he really reminded me of Wayne Brady. Yeah. From, from um, oh, not thank God you're here. Uh, whose line is it anyway? Uh, and he's just genuinely funny. I found him to be I, really, really cool. See, and he's a DC guy. And this guy, is why I so. wanted you to watch it, because differing opinions. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of Mike. I felt he was the male, the alpha male, very opinionated. However, there was someone a lot worse than him. Oh, and funnily enough, her name was Molly. <laughs> oh, Mike and Molly. Yeah. Uh, she was just... Oh, I just wanted to throat punch. We were both. It. It. I struggled with the first half of the episode. To write me over. I'll give this a go. I. It could be good. She made it hard for me to finish watching that show. But at the end of the episode, like the last ten to fifteen minutes, yeah, there was pretty much none of her, and I enjoyed the show a lot more. And I realised it's because she's not in it. She. She's the alpha. She is. She's, she's the alpha. Opinionated. Oh, yeah, I, spoiling I'm it a little. To, I'm gonna have to bite my tongue because a lot of the th- we're two males hosting here, yeah. so I can't really say anything because it's it's gonna sound very chauvinistic and sexist. But some of the stuff that she was saying, I don't know about issues with her body and things. Well, like we that. can relay stuff that our partners who watched it yeah, with us exactly. Said. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, we're gonna spoil this part. They they have a chal- um, challenge task to go and get a heap of signatures for Geek Pride Day, yeah. May twenty fifth. Where they did that, just as a side note, I'm looking at that going. I know where that is. Hmm. That is right beside Universal Studios. Yeah. When we were in the line to go into Uni Studios a few years ago, I had to walk around that bar. I'm ah. looking at it going. I fucking, I've been there. Well, basically, they go along to this. Place. It's a bar. It's a it's bar. A bar. They're big, doing a geek bar. pride thing. They're trying to get the signatures because apparently, if they get a hundred thousand signatures, Congress um, Congress will consider making Geek Pride Day a national holiday. A national holiday. Honestly, when the US government is shutting down over healthcare of giving yeah. like everybody healthcare, do you really think they're going to make that? I think it's a little naive. Mind you, this was done in May. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on from that, however. <coughs> yeah. There's a moment where they get the signatures, then right, let's relax, go get some feed, watch this show they're putting on. Yeah, the reason why they went to this particular bar is because they were having a Geek Pride Day event already. Yeah, they had other people. So they were they were coming along because they thought, well, they're going to be our sort of crowd, so we'll get more people in. Three girls come out on stage, stereotypical attractive. They're they're promo girls. Yeah, strippers, but they keep their clothes on. Yeah. Dressed in skimpy superhero outfits, and yeah. straight away Molly cracks it. She she wasn't Keeps the saying, only one. A few of the girls did, but yeah, she but was the she one that went over the top. Really lost it. She kept saying it's exploitive. It's you know ne- perpetuating stereotypes of geeks. All this stuff. See, and this is what made Mike endearing to me because it's I would do the exact same thing. Molly's got her arms folded, cracking the shits. These promo chicks are dancing away, and Mike leans over to her and goes, "Hey, any of you guys got a dollar?" <laughs> I thought that was fucking gold. It cracked me up. And I was like, man, that's exactly what I would do. They read too much into it. Now, this isn't just me saying this. This is what I mean by we're relaying what our female partners have said. That if they were three ripped, hunky guys come out in skimpy little Superman, Batman jocks doing similar dance... She would have been the first one swinging her panties above her head going, <laughs> Woo! What would she have done? Woo! 
<laughs> That's exactly right. It and the problem was she's sitting there saying they're ex, um, exploiting exploitative and perpetuating negative stereotypes and oh you can't dress skimpy and I'm pretty sure it was Mike or one of the other boys pulled her up. Fifteen minutes ago she was wearing a black widow costume. Yes, yeah. skin tight lycra with the norks out. <laughs> yes, that's who dress for those just who because aren't sure. she was a bit. There was a bit more to her than these. Promo-looking girls. But Molly's not unattractive. She's not unattractive. She's, not. she's got a great she's not body. That, she did mention she had dealt with eating disorders, but she was doing the exact same thing. Okay, so she, she wasn't, wasn't spanking her ass. She wasn't dancing. She's still jumping around, going, "Hey, look at me!" Yeah. These girls do it. I really, I, I just didn't agree with this part. And so this is what I thought. She's talking about ne- uh, perpetuating negative stereotypes. They were all doing it. They went to light a barbecue. <laughs> Not one of them, they couldn't light it, and they're all sitting here going, oh, you know, geeks are good at this and this and this and this. But we can't light a barbecue. But we can't light a barbecue. Fuck you, I can light a fucking barbecue. (laughs) Yes, I can. And this is what I didn't like. It reminded me of Beauty and the Geek. Yeah, this is the thing I was going to say too. Some of it reminded me of Beauty and the Geek. Some of it was actually a lot better than shows like Beauty and the Geek. They definitely had its better moments. Yeah. But when it's stuff like that, and this is... We've spoken about it before towards my hatred of James Tobin, just perpetuating these negative stereotypes. They were doing it themselves. Geek... This is why I applied for Beauty and the Geek years ago, the, mm. when they first were um, doing it in Australia. Yeah. I wanted to show them that what they are doing is just simply showing a percentage of the geek demographic. Yeah, and see, a lot of it too, you have to ask, and I know you, I know you know for a fact that a lot of these things are, how much of it is scripted and how much of it is actually real? Well, going to the towards the end of the episode, because no have, no reality show, quote unquote, is all real. They, it's just they not. go to this. Uh, it was a comic shop or something to do a competition where uh, <laughs> this is really cool. They can win dinner with George Takei. One oh person. Oh my! <laughs> the problem with it was they just. Oh, look, I found this, and then they just rock up. No, you didn't find that. The producers handed it to you, said. This Talk is about this. Do. This is what we're going to do. And funnily enough, one of them won it. Considering <laughs> all the people at the competition, they're all being filmed. Yeah. They're happy having cameras there. It's all arranged. Oh, yeah. The dinner with George Takei, one of the guys wins it. Yes. Unfortunately, it wasn't the guy that I really, really like, uh, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. He, he is... He's your nerdy geek. Paul won it. He was Massive also he's gums. also a Star Trek fan as well. Paul I love. Andrew I found was the biggest Star Trek fan. Oh, definitely. He's the one he's talk he calls his car the Enterprise, does Stardate. Well, he it. he works for Enterprise um car company. Yeah. He just he's your nerdy one. I just I was so happy with Yet him. He's the only one in the house with a girlfriend. Yeah. They have this moment where they do a podcast and out of the seven of them and there's Danny, she is quite an attractive Danny's, girl. Uh, by the Mike's way, yeah. an attractive guy. Danny's gorgeous, and I'm not for the beauty side of it, but I also really dug her because she's also a DC girl. So Batman her, shirts everywhere. Yeah, her and Mike were my favourites. Yeah. I liked the most Paul and Andrew. Yeah. And I was so happy that I'm going to spoil this part. Paul won the dinner. Yes. Goes to dinner with George Takei. And George is like, oh, yeah, I'll meet your roommates. This is another part where it's obviously Oh, yeah, I was sitting there going, this was a setup. Now, this is the part where I loved the show the most. Because... Because <laughs> you got to cry. Well, as... I did cry. As I was saying, 
at the most of the start of the show, they're perpetuating these negative stereotypes. It's like that's not really geese. Geese can be anything. Yeah. At the end, our, uh, Andrew has a very emotional moment because he got to meet George Takei. It was very touching. He because he was genuinely disappointed he didn't get to win the. Game. Oh, I was so so unhappy for him. I, I wanted him to win. Should we tell them how they won it? They had to hold a gun, like a phaser, yeah. above a line. They had to yeah, hold it up, like just your arm out for as long. Whoever lasted the longest got the dinner. Another thing, quickly, the first girl, that, the first person out of the challenge wasn't one of the housemates. She, um, she just sort of, she was out. Very attractive young girl. Yeah. And of course, Mike's looking, and he didn't really want to win the dinner with George Decay. He was just kind of there to be, you know, part of the guys that were doing it. Looked over at the girl. Looked at the guys that were left, and he's just like, oh, 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 my oh, phaser. oh no! And walked and over. How are you going? Said, I'm Mike. <laughs> one of the other girls said, "If you're, if you drop out, I'll go out to dinner with you." And yes. They're like, oh, that's tempting. <laughs> but there was this moment at the end. Andrew, he's he's grabbing George Takei by the yeah, face. So yeah, they took Takei back to the house, and he's met the others. House. Yeah, and he he told a story about growing up, always watching. Uh, Star Trek with his great grandmother, gra- great grandmother, and becomes a very emotional moment. This is I after Takei had left. After he's, he's after he'd left. He was just sort of sitting on the couch by himself, and he got really teary. And all the other roommates noticed and sort of went over and like, yeah. "What's wrong?" This is where I love the show. Oh, yeah, this is where it won it, me over. To me, it showed geekdom for what it is. Yeah. He's telling a story about how he grew up watching Star Trek with his great grandmother. Well, he said he, as growing up, he didn't have really have friends. He didn't all really he have had, friends. All he had, he loved Star Trek, and that's what he had. And he said to his great grandmother when she was dying, the last thing he ever said to her was, "The greatest moments in my life, yes, were when I got to watch Star Trek with you." And her favorite character was Sulu. Sulu, yeah. George He's crying. Character. The girls are crying. Mike's crying. You're I'm crying. crying. <laughs> At that moment in the episode, I just want to let the listeners know, my wife turned to me and she's like, fucking Steve would be bawling right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started laughing. I'm like, you know what? Yes, he would be. <laughs> and that is where the show endeared itself to it me. It really did. Has that it was really touching. Because it was showing the passion that we geeks have for yes. the things we love. It showed the emotional connection that we hold ourselves to these things. Yeah. That there are these stories in our lives that drive us to to be geeks, that define us as geeks. It's the reason there's a reason why we love these characters that aren't real. And I'm not saying they're real to us. I mean that's a bit hyperly, but and they just you know, it, we have a connection to these yeah. things. And it's not that it's just simply like, Oh yeah, I enjoy this character. Often there are these it's like and so you think he can dance. You've always got to have your sob story. Yeah. Behind every single geek is a sob story about why there's there's something that's happened to us. And yes, Molly went into hers. She was talking about eating disorders. But the difference was she was... She was using that as a reason to attack others. Yeah. I didn't like that. No. Geeks, I've said it many times, geeks are simply an expert or somebody passionate about something. Yeah, I've got geology geeks, IT geeks, comic geeks, game geeks, sports geeks. I can tell you now, fantasy football, that is geek. That's huge. That is Dungeons and Dragons with fucking football. It is. So... I do recommend this show. I do want to try to find the second episode. I think it's going to be airing... Legally over here. <laughs> For a while. No, well, if at all. 
Uh, what's the one that Channel 10 recently I got the rights remember. for? Because uh, I was thinking of it last King of the night. Nerds. King of the Nerds, that's I've right. I've seen that all. They don't know whether it's going to be that they can simply air it here or whether they're going to make an, an Australian, Australian version. version. If they are, I'm saying it right now, I'm applying. That seems to be Channel 10's thing, though. They'll air Australian versions of things. Yeah. That, I would have more of a chance of getting onto than Beauty and the Geek. They yeah. don't go for the stereotypical, awkward thing. They want people who are like, they've got the, ga- the professional gamer... They've got the hacker, the comic book geek, mm. all different types. And do wonderful things for Geek Speak too. Oh, I would. <laughs> I'd just be wearing my Geek Speak shirt the entire time. Yep. So, oh, and what was it? The other reason I love this show is it made up for Heroes of Cosplay. Yeah, that was Heroes great. of Cosplay was. A I let couldn't down. get through the first episode of that. Same. I barely got through it. You agreed with me that those two girls just made that. Sh- it's they were just two versions of Molly. <laughs> they were just so full of themselves. And the best costumes in there were the ones that weren't actually made by them. They were no. made by the random uh, convention goers. Yeah, it's very true. So, give fan- if you can, give Fangasm a go. I'm going to give it we, a second. We definitely enjoyed it because we've spoken about it for 15 yeah. minutes. It redeemed itself. What, in... Geek Speak Psychic rating? Ge- for the first episode, I'm giving it a 3 out of 5. I'd actually probably go 4. You're, wow, you're yeah, actually I rating mean, higher I, than me? I had no interest in watching this show, I'll be completely well, honest. Well, because I messaged you and said, watch this, I want to talk about it. And even then, I was like, oh, I couldn't be bothered. I really, really yeah. enjoyed it. I think, for me... <coughs> I, I, okay, right I'll, up our alley. I'll give it a 3.5 because of that ending. Yeah. Because that is what, to me, made it sep- um, different. It separated itself from and, other and things that, like that, it. That seemed very genuine. Yeah, the obviously George Takei going to their place that was like you know yeah pre organized organized, but that moment at the end that was real. That was a and real to moment. me that was geeks at their heart. Yep. I was going to talk about games. Yeah. Just, yeah, that but, ain't happening. Okay, you're going to talk about Scribble Noughts. I just we won't go into it now, but I have to ask. Emily bought me Scribble Noughts unmasked this week, and which you... would explain the post as it was a surprise, which is will explain why I was so teary. Now I have to I have to ask, what the fuck was on your head in that photo that you posted? The Scribble Noughts hat. The ca- that's the hat okay. that Maxwell, the main character, wears. Okay, because. Y- Clearly, I'm not a gamer. I'm looking at it going, what the fuck well, if is you actually on looked his at the head? box that was in my hands of Scribble Noughts Unmasked, you would see that same hat on the main character. No, I see, I didn't. Open your eyes, co-host. <laughs> I was going to talk about Scribble Noughts Unmasked, the new Scribble Noughts game that actually takes place in the DC, the DC universe. universe. I'll save a review till next week because I won't have time for it now. Plus, I want to show you it. Okay. Seriously, there are 27... No, 19... There are something like 27 or 17 pages of eight characters each of just Batman. Different oh, versions of Batman. Yeah. It is insane. I... I've spent most of my time just unlocking <laughs> costumes and playing with shit than I have actually done the missions. But I will review it next week. I wanted to follow up on our uh, Injustice play date. Yep. Because I've been playing a lot of Injustice. <laughs> I also had to have drugs after our play date last week. Normally, you'd, you'd, <laughs> normally someone has to be drugged before they go on a play date with Steve. I had to be, <laughs> I, I, I had to be drugged afterwards because, like we said last week, I wore we, him out. We recorded at Steve's house for the first time. Steve has two cats at his house. Turns out, cats and Brendan do not mix. I was 
like at I least had, you can handle more than you can dogs. I well, that's a phobia, but I had a massive allergic reaction to cat hair. Well, I don't think it's an allergic. Re- I've been away from them for uh, long periods of time before. And when you're not used to them, like, I'll get itchy oh, and my man. eyes will play up. But once I, you get used to them, But after you dropped me back home, I was on the couch. I was out of it for hours. I just runny nose, sneezing, coughing, eyes watering. I had to go and buy drugs. It really... After your, it does after sound like play a play date for five-year-olds, doesn't like a, it? Like, like, like play you came date, over so I could date give you rape, chicken pox. <laughs> it's like a date rape in reverse. <laughs> so, next issue, I will follow up on Scribblenauts Unmasked. Yes. Just a bit of an update on Justice. <laughs> Quickly before I go, next issue will be the day before Pokemon X and Y oh, release. I'll have to put tarps all over yep. the place. Don't I, <laughs> I po- uh, posted a link the other day to an article on our Facebook page. Yes. Some Canadian and Italian stores broke street date a but week a and a half early. Shot. I use Reddit only to look at Pokemon stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm on a Reddit blackout right now because you've because... got people playing the game and yeah. just. I was happy with the spoiler stuff that Nintendo were bringing out. It wasn't spoiling the entire game. It wasn't controlled. controlled. These guys are just putting up everything. And I'm like, I'm out. I still don't even know what Chespin's final evolution looks like. I at least want to be surprised. (laughs) I don't know what Chespin's final evolution is. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. We'll save games for the next issue. And just because we have to, I don't work with her anymore, but hello, Grace. (laughs) She has to be mentioned. She has to be mentioned. She has to be mentioned. We're going to be off. We will. We have Zombie Walk. Zombie Walk. That will be next issue as well. We will be following up on Zombie Walk. We're heading along with the entire crew to the RNA showgrounds this Sunday. Yes, and the night before Zombie Walk, I'm going on a bit of a date with Girly Geek host Anna. How's your um, wife feel about that one? Oh, our, our respective partners are both coming, but just in terms of the Geek Speak world, Anna and I are going out for the night. Um, we're going to check out uh, the Michael Jackson Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, and aren't you. you going to something geeky as well? Thanks for the on invite. On Saturday night? Yes! I am going to Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers, at... Uh, the River Stage. River Stage. Yes. Where they show the movie, but they have the Queensland Symphony Orchestra accompany them to do all the orchestral soundtrack. So there's music Why? going along with all yep. those people walking. Thank you for reminding me. That <laughs> I forgot about it until last time. I'm like, shit, that's this week. There's $200 tickets that I don't want to waste. Yeah. So, a lot of geeky stuff for the next issue. Yes, there'll be heaps to talk about. So, Zombie Walk, Games, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, Orchestra. I think that... Arrow will be out by then. Arrow will be out. We'll be able to follow up on that as well. So, until then, be sure to check out all our videos at youtube.com forward slash geekspeakaustralia. Where the boys have been a bit busy this week. Yeah. Uh, with the radio show and a few other things that have been in the work. So I don't think we get a video this week. Right. Coming we up, apologize. actually. Coming up, we will have our own little segment on the radio show in we the next will. couple of weeks. So be sure to hit subscribe so when the next video does go up, you f- you know straight away. Follow us on Twitter at GeekSpeakAU. Send us an email, geekspeakau at gmail.com. And for anything and everything else, head along to facebook.com forward slash geekspeaktv. We love hearing your feedback. Yes. You put up something yesterday about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, we had a massive response. It was really great. So thanks to all the people out there who are actually taking the time to read our posts and, and give their Keep opinions. Keep it coming. We love hearing Hell what... Yeah. We don't want to just... This isn't a two-way, uh, one-way conversation. We want this to be two-way. So we yeah. want to hear your thoughts. Until next issue, I'm your host, the Geek of All Trades, Steve Muller. And I'm your co-host, Brendan. Geek out. <laughs>